When God causes us to be born again and sets us into the body of Christ, the Apostle Paul likens it unto the human body. Every part of the human body is important. Even the smallest thing, the big toe, the little toe, the finger, the ear, the eye, we're all part of the body of Christ after we are born again. And God sets us in the church as he wills. He calls some of us to be ministers to care for the church. Pam Paget is one of those called to be a minister, and she is given a ministry of helps. You may not be aware there is a ministry of helps, but if you will look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 27 and 28, Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. And God hath set some in the church to work in the church. First apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles. Then gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. God prepared Pam Paget in computer work. And then in 2012, when God had me set up a blog, I contacted Pam and she set up the blog and got it ready to publish. Then in 2015, when God had me write ministry books and publish on Amazon, Pam did all the technical work for those books. Then in 2020, when God told me to begin doing podcast, Pam did all the technical works for the podcast. She was being prepared for her work that she would do with me. At the time, God was training me to do all of these things that I would later do. He even gave Pam a dream once that Joan Boney is your supervisor. So it was all set up by God. No human can do this for us. When I was born again, I had no idea whatsoever that I would ever do anything ministry-wise in the church. God said to me in 1975, Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. I was so shocked. I gasped and said, sins? I thought they were mistakes. And at that second, I was born again, changed into another person, a new creature. At that very second, after he spoke to me, 
I was visiting with my best friend. And I said, oh, by the way, Donna, I don't believe I was born again until last night. And she said, Joni, what did you just say? And I told her that. She said she and her husband thought I was a Christian because I said the right things. But about a week before I was actually born again, they had both come to realize that though I spoke Bible and said the right things, I was not born again, and I did not have the Spirit of God in me. Now, after you have the Spirit of God in you, what do you do? No man can train you first, let me tell you that. In the first place, nobody really knows what you're supposed to do on this earth. We are different members, and God has assigned us to do different things in the body of Christ, just like the human body does different things. And no one knows what those things are until God reveals it to someone. But God is the one who is going to work in us to bring us to the exact thing that he wants us to do as long as he leaves us on this earth. No man can do this. It is God. We are his workmanship. It is God who supervises over us. Someone who is a minister is simply a helper. But he is not your supervisor. God brings each of us to the position where he wants us. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21. Now he which establisheth us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God, who hath also sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 20 and 21. We are his workmanship. Ephesians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. Now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. To the one we are the savor of death unto death, and to the other the savor of life unto life. For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, 
but as of sincerity, but as of God in the sight of God, speak we in Christ, the Word of God. We don't corrupt the Word of God by trying to approve people in their sins so they will like us and want to be friends with us. We don't approve sin, for that's the way to damnation. Even if we don't speak a word, they sense that we don't approve what they're doing. And sometimes they'll avoid us. It's just like we have an odor to us of salvation. And we don't corrupt the Word of God. Whether you're a minister or whether you are an individual in the body of Christ and don't even speak, they can tell we are different. And if they are on the road to damnation, we're not going to smell good to them and they'll want to avoid us. But for those who are saved, they will want to be around us. So that's what he's talking about here. We are a savor to them that are saved and to them who perish. For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as of sincerity, as of God, in the sight of God, speak we in Christ, showing Christ by our manner and by our way of living, and by our words. We don't delight in evil, but rather, we delight in good. But each of us must realize this. After we are born again, it is God who creates us the way he wants us to be. You must not try to copy another person for you can get it very wrong that way. Instead, just relax. Rejoice in the Word of God. Rejoice in Scriptures. Rejoice in your salvation. And know this, God will do the work in you. If He wants you to do something, He will do the work. Otherwise, do nothing. Just read the Bible and rejoice in the Word of God and do the scriptures. I had no idea I had a call of God on my life. After I was born again, after God spoke to me and showed me my mistakes were actually sin, after that, in the night, I was transported into heaven. I saw no physical images. It was strictly a spiritual experience. I was with God. I was with Christ. I was with the Holy Spirit. And at that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the Word of God. God and the Holy Spirit witnessing. It was just wonderful. A few nights later, it happened again. The exact same thing happened again. Now, I had no idea that this was unusual. I thought this was what happened to all 
who were Christians. I had a young friend who I will describe as having a personality like a St. Bernard puppy. One morning, Bill and I were having breakfast together. He had been born again about six months before I was. And all he talked about was the church and the Bible. And I would think, why is he doing this? Now, that's before I was born again. And he'd talk about being a Christian. I thought, well, isn't everybody a Christian? So at breakfast that morning, Bill was so excited. He was always so excited about being a Christian. And I was then a Christian and had been taken into heaven twice. And I was very excited about it. And I said to him, you know, Bill, that's right. You're really right about this thing of being a Christian. It's wonderful. And I said, what I like best is that thing that happens to you in the night. And Bill's still eating, shoveling his food into his mouth. And he says, what thing? I said, well, I don't know what it's called. It's when you're taken into heaven and you are with God and you are with Christ and you are with the Holy Spirit. By that time, he has stopped eating. And he said, what are you talking about? And that is the first sign I had that what happened to me didn't happen to everyone who was a Christian. And he said, have you told Donna about this? Donna was my best friend at that time and a former Baptist, and she was our sort of spiritual advisor. And I said, I haven't told anybody about it. I thought it happened to everybody. He said, it doesn't happen to everybody. And I said, well, what is it? And he said, I don't know. Later, I was reading a book called Exodus, and the writer in that book said, when God has a work for someone to do, he will sometimes do a special thing to equip that person for that particular work. Looking back on it, I think at the time I was taken into heaven the two times, as a new Christian, I was ordained into the ministry, into the areas to which I was placed by God. One was the work of apostle. The other was the work of a prophet. Now, apostle is simply someone who is very heavily ordained in doctrines of Christ. You really know when a church is not following the correct doctrines according to the Holy Bible. There is a special anointing on you when you are ordained as an apostle. As a prophet, when I was a new Christian, one of the things God did with me is take me through the entire Bible, Old and New Testament, and taught me about every scripture that pertained to being a prophet. So I had a pretty good idea that I was to be a prophet. But I had no idea at all that I was to be an apostle. One day I was riding along the road and God began speaking to me and said, I have set you in the body of Christ 
and called you and ordained you as an apostle. I just stopped the car. I said, apostle, what's that? Now, at the church I was attending at the time, they did believe that Jesus sent in the church apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, as it says in Ephesians chapter 4. So they believed in apostles. I didn't know anyone who was an apostle at the church I was attending. So I went to the teacher of our singles class at that church, and I said, Don, who are the apostles at this church? He was dumbfounded. He said, well, I I don't know. Now, they believed there were apostles at the church, but who are they? He said, I don't know. And I said, well, what do they do? And he didn't know. Later, God was going to teach me. One Sunday morning at that church, now, I had not told anybody about being taken into heaven. I hadn't told anybody about many of the things that God had told me. I hadn't told anybody that I was to be a minister, although I knew I was. So nobody knew I was called as a minister. Although I had been given a spiritual gift of a word of knowledge, and often I would have information concerning physical problems someone was having in the group, and when I say to said uh, somebody having a stomach problem, that person was say, yes, I am, and uh, I, I assume healing took place. That's a word of knowledge, spiritual gift, 1 Corinthians 12. God gave me that at the prayer group that I attended and also at the singles class at the church. I never received a word of knowledge during the 11 o'clock service because the pastor never did provide any opportunity for any of us to give a word of knowledge or any spiritual gift. So God didn't give it to me when the pastor wasn't going to make a place for it at the church service. That is my opinion of what happened. But I received many words of knowledge at the prayer group and at the Bible class. So almost everywhere that I went in churches during that time, and I went to many churches, and I went to seminars and things at churches at night during the week, and I never missed a church service at the church I was attending. So I was in church every opportunity that I could get. I wanted to be with the people of God. Well, being with the people of God, God would often give me a word of knowledge. So when I spoke that word, they began to see me. And often they would say, we know the hand of God is upon you strongly. Now, I didn't know what that meant, but they said that to me often. One Sunday morning, the minister at the church at the 11 o'clock service, made an announcement. 
He said, Joan Boney is not called as a teacher. She's a prophet. Don, who was a teacher of our Sunday school class, said he just nearly jumped out of his skin because he had often started to say, Joan is a teacher. But he said that he had a check in his spirit and didn't say that. And now he knew what I was. He said, she's a prophet. Of course, that's what she is. I owned a small business at that time, American Indian Arts Business in Dallas. And during those five years, I had three women who worked for me. I didn't even have to go into the shop. I just went out and bought the merchandise and did appraisals of Indian Arts. I could stay home and read the Bible while they took care of the shop. So that's what I did. For five years, God took me through the Bible, Old and New Testaments, especially on prophets. God is our teacher. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. If you will read John chapter 14, verse 26, and John chapter 16, verse 13, you will see four things the Holy Spirit does for the believer. He teaches us all things. He reminds us of everything that's in the Word of God. He guides us into all truth, and He shows us things to come. John chapter 14, verse 26. John chapter 16, verse 13. God is our teacher. God gives us understanding. If you have spiritual understanding on a verse of Scripture, that is because God gave you understanding on that verse of Scripture. I have written on this podcast at the beginning of the podcast, I have written extensively a description of the things God did with me. I want you to see that salvation is of God, not of yourself. And wherever God assigns us in the body of Christ, he makes a way for that to come to pass. You don't have to worry about this. If you will stay in the Bible and read the scriptures, and when a scripture stands out to you, Know that that scripture is a special message to you from God by the Spirit of God. So focus on that scripture. Be sure you do that scripture and keep doing it until you are shown another scripture. God will get you where he wants you. But if you will take time to read the pages that I have written, you can see how God worked with me, and what he did to get me from one place to another. You don't have a human doing this. It is God. I've had many young people, ministers, from different countries contact me, asking me to be their spiritual guide or their supervisor. And I always say, no, if you're born again, 
And if you are called to be a minister, that is what God does. And I won't do it. I write these exhortations, and God can use them however he wants to use them with you. But I'm not going to put myself in a position of ruling over your faith. There is a scripture in Corinthians which says we are helpers of your joy. But your faith must be in God. And each individual who is born again is given the Holy Spirit to show them what God wants them to do if there is something that they're not doing. So please take time to read the writing that goes with this podcast. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.